My name is John. I'm in Conan, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Um, so you have a new record coming out today. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess know. it's out. It's already yeah. it out. Yeah. It's out. How do you feel about it, man? Are you pumped or what? Good, yeah. Relieved is one one way of describing it because it's like it's kind of like the culmination of I don't know two over them and uh, yeah, relief. Um, I mean, also a little bit of sort of curiosity, wondering what people are going to think of it. Um, and, and excitement, you know, we we can we get to play these songs, um, live now. Well, we've been playing two of them live, but we get now to play more of them live because they tend not to. Uh, we don't like to play too many off the album live before we release it, so so now we can start to throw a few more songs in the set, so yeah. It's hard to do that as a musician, isn't it? When you have these new songs, you just want to share it with the world, but you're like, but we have to release a record, so we can't play them yet. It's hard to share them when you haven't been rehearsing them too much. That's 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 the main block. But um, like when, you know, we record the album and we kind of don't, we're not a band who has, the, has all the songs locked in and sort of stage ready before we go to the studio. We'll have like riffs and then, and we'll go in the studio and sort of write as we go along for for a lot of the album, and then we we sort of form the album in the studio rather than having it ready to go a year before. And you know this COVID thing um, made that approach, you know, the only approach we could take because we couldn't get together and rehearse uh, because of or uh, well, Johnny, our drummer, lives in Dublin, so we couldn't yeah. fly over here. I live in Liverpool. He's like only half an hour away on a, on a plane. Yeah. He couldn't come over anyway because of the restrictions. So we had to just kind of write it, write a lot of it remotely. And then we got in the studio towards the end of last year. And that's when we really were able to um, play together seriously writing the album and you know it came together uh, sonic quick. blast in portugal yeah that was last weekend how was it great was crazy right we yeah. played there once before we played in the i'm sorry say again that was pretty crazy right it was sold out i saw pictures from it yeah 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 i don't know what the crowd is there but like maybe two three thousand or something and it's um it's like an hour outside of porto and stuff it's a really great place for a festival and uh yeah, we got there. Didn't have any, hardly any sleep on the way there because of the way our traveling situation was on the day. But um, the yeah, the festival was cool. And we got to see our friends in Weed Eater, who we've not seen in the flesh since. Last time we saw them was in New Zealand, Australia in 2016. Oh, wow. So to see them again was lovely. And uh, we're friends with the guys in um, Electric Wizard, a few different... Um, a few different time. There was the festival. The, the the show itself went really well. And um, was it hot as hell? No, no, really, no, no. I mean, the weather was lovely, but it it, it was warmer here. What really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, warmer here. And when we get hot weather and hot weather in England, because we're surrounded by water, it's really shit. 
we don't get like we don't get like nice like texas dry weather where you can where, where you step outside and it's like hot but nice when we get it it's hot but you know it's going to rain soon <laughs> so, like it's, it's like, a, like a like a really bad version of thailand something you walk, you walk into a wet blanket and you're sweating as soon as you leave the house yeah exactly. like, oh i'm glad i just had a shower now that I'm covered in sweat. Yeah, <laughs> it's like living in DC. Yeah, we get the worst <laughs> of everything in the UK. We got the worst, the worst warm weather that you can expect because we have it for a few days and then it's gone again, and then it's cold and wet, and then we just um, all we do is moan about the weather. Which is all I'm so that's my, uh, that, I have a different question. That's the perfect time. But you said you're in Liverpool, yeah, yeah. right? What's it? What's it? weather but what's what's it like what's it what's it like being a metal band in don't a town the that everyone associates oh, you did. with the beatles the beatles oh. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to how long how long have we been going now what's like four minutes from the dinner? <laughs> me and all my family got a sweet just... steak going <laughs> i love this guy i love you man I retract that question. Yeah. What's it's it like being in Liverpool in a country? Well, that's even worse because they're from Manchester. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. Actually, the Beatles thing is cool. I mean, it's good, but, but it doesn't make any difference to us. You know, they didn't build any, they didn't build a rehearsal studio and donate it to bands who didn't have any money. They didn't help the underground in Liverpool at all. You know, they, they made their money, moved to LA. They don't help <laughs> us anymore. I mean, I mean, to be fair, Paul McCartney did open Liverpool Institute of Performing Arts, and we did record a demo there many years ago um, when I was like eighteen or something. But that was in a completely different um, band and everything. But um, yeah, they didn't really. No, they had, had no bearing at all on on myself. And cool. So, so, why do you ask about the Beatles? Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> um, so where you got what's what's the tour plans for you now? Well, uh, next first uh, Brazil, and then the weekend after that we're in Poland. Wow! And then I think two weeks two two weekends after that we're in France, and then we got like a handful of festivals. End of October we're heading over to Canada for like I think it's eight or nine shows, and then uh, again just a handful of festivals. And then we got a short run of short run of shows in uh, the UK towards the end of uh, November, and we do have some dates in New Zealand and Australia lined up for next year. And we are we are at the very early stages of figuring out some uh, plans to come over to the US. What venue are you playing in Vancouver? If you're doing a Canadian tour, you're obviously going to probably play Toronto, Montreal. Probably Quebec City, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary. Where are you playing in Vancouver? Um, well, we actually don't have a venue lined up yet in Vancouver. I think we're still working that out. Our booking guy is working on it. Cool. So right now, I don't know. Okay. Well, I just thought is that where you is that where you are? No, I live in Washington D.C. But I oh, used yeah. to I used to I lived in Vancouver for like twenty some years. Okay. Yeah. So I always mm -hmm. I know a few people in the metal scene there. So I was wondering where you were playing. And, but yeah, 
We've played in Vancouver plenty of times, and um, so I, I wasn't. I don't know why they're having a problem finding a venue this time around, but yeah, it's probably due to a lot of places shut down. Yeah, yeah. After COVID, they were like, "Kate, hey, we're done." Yeah. So, and I think that's true globally speaking. You know, COVID yeah. shut down a lot of live music venues. Yeah, yeah, they did for sure. So I remember you... the last time we played in Vancouver, we played there twice. Now, I think that we played this venue twice. Played Vancouver three times or maybe more, and um, there was a pool table there. I remember that, and I was like, I, 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 no one beat me at pool, and I'm not really that good at pool. <laughs> somehow, whatever game. And then another thing that was interesting, this guy turned up, like I think it was an interview that was lined up by the label, and he was, I think he was Iranian or something, and he wanted me to do an interview with a hoodie on. With the hood up, but backwards, so that you couldn't see my face, and I had to, I had to say no. And he was really annoyed about it. That's pretty fucking weird, yeah, man. I don't know whether I don't know whether he was also going to put his hoodie on backwards. It just was seemed it, like a really weird thing to do. Was it something like that. gimmick? What was that? I don't know. I don't know. No idea. I mean, wow. I, didn't, I didn't really. I wasn't really in the mood anyway, and then he's asking me to do this weird thing, and I just thought, like, oh, I can't be bothered. He's probably so, going to make you put your hoodie on backwards and ask you about the Beatles. Yeah, probably. And that's so, the yeah. end of that story. Yeah. Yeah, so we, so, so no one could see my disgust. What, uh, what was his reaction after you told him no? He was pissed off. I mean, I yeah. think that's a lot to well, ask. Yeah, he was, he, weird. He was, yeah, he, he was weird. Yeah, it was really weird. I mean, I just... I mean, I... I th- he was. I don't know whether now that I mean, now that I think about it, I don't know if he actually did arrange it through the label, and that was my main reason for saying no, just because I didn't know who he was and whether his, whether his magazine was like the label approved him or whatever. I don't know. Um, or as good but, as uh, his yeah, or as good as his <laughs> podcast. Well, it definitely wasn't. But to be fair to him, though, he didn't mention the Beatles once because he didn't give him the chance yeah, right so there you go <laughs> so we're black hey bruce we're blacklisted no, i know and this is the last good. time we talked to john uh, yeah he's like no i'll talk to you guys just get that bald guy off the show and then <laughs> you, know, I, you, you you no problem at all i actually welcome beatles questions because it gives me a chance to say that they did nothing for us <laughs> Made That's their money funny. and moved to LA. Yeah, yeah, pretty funny. Um, Bruce, so I, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> how do you prepare for a, a tour? I mean, we're all getting older. Things have changed. The whole climate has changed. How are you preparing for a a, a long stretch of tours like or a long run like you're talking about now? I mean, obviously things are different, right? Uh, slightly different. I mean, the last time, the last tour we had proper tour it was a month-long tour towards the end of October 2019 and we had a European tour with um uh two US bands uh Un and my um I can't remember the other band's names now so edit this without please we so <laughs> we went we went on tour in Europe with two bands in the US mm-hmm. and uh Sixes and Un, I beg your pardon, Un from Seattle, Sixes are from LA. And um, 
that was just a tour like like any other. Since then, we've not because of COVID and whatnot. We've not really done a, a tour that length. I think maybe the main difference. I don't know. It's like like COVID's not really a thing now over here. Maybe it is in Australia, New Zealand, and I don't know. But for us, really, there's there's not really been any change. I mean, we've done a lot of flying festivals, and not really as I mentioned now. You know, don't have to do any forms or anything at the airport. You don't have to produce your oh really um, COVID uh, inoculations or anything like that. No, you don't have to do any of that now. I mean, we have them on our phone, but uh, I mean, right. it's not even mentioned in the press anymore over here. But it's yeah. the same here. It's the same here and in Canada. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a good thing as long as it, as long as it, as long as it, as long as it has actually been dealt with, and they're not just um, ignoring things, right? You know, but um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the main the main difference is like like you mentioned in in the preface too that we, we're all a little bit older now. I'm not. I don't think I'm old enough to worry about getting older yet. I've <laughs> I, I've got a bit more, gone a bit more grey. So I have to. I will have to just like try and appear younger somehow. I might just have to wear like white trainers or something, so the kids will think <laughs> I'm trendy still and cool. But um, and I don't. I don't know what else. I am, and I'm going to the gym now to try and shake off some of the extra weight that I put on in in lockdown. But really, no real change so far. Just we're just that excited to get playing again because it it feels like quite a long while since we got like um since we toured we done festivals and stuff now since august last year right well getting in the van and or someone else's van and being driven around is 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 bliss and and honestly like the idea of being coming over to the us again and i'm not just saying this because because you guys are from america it's something that we should, we're like super excited about so we are now in a position to get our visas all sorted and get get a tour booked and we got some offers now so we know we got like a few anchor shows that we can plan a show around. So it, it, it I'm sure like a US tour will start coming together. But yeah, no mean no big differences really. I mean, I suppose one. I, I, I now I took on a day job in May last year. Just just I thought just to get some regular income. Um because right. I'd been doing music like full time since 2013. But it came to May last year, and I had to get I had to get myself an office job, and uh, I work for the the government now in the UK. So I mean, it's a, it's a job that I I enjoy for what it is, but it's not something I, I can see myself doing for forever, you know. Right. So as soon as I'm able to, I'll I'll be jumping back out into the into into music full time. So I guess in that respect, one of the differences is that I can't. Um, I have to be mindful of how much annual leave. I'm taking and actually I've taken all already for this year. So now I'm just like trying to now I'm trying to balance like um I'm can I take a day's flexi leave and go on the show? <laughs> I'll like cancel half a day's holiday so I can use half a day's holiday in you know at this tour, Brazil, that's, right? Whatever festival it is. So I'm I'm robbing people to pay Paul at the moment is the phrase we use over here, just to try and make sure I've got enough leave available so I can take the time off that I need, but I've just about managed it for our upcoming shows. So it's that will be an issue when we pee and tour for two or three weeks because that's all my annual leave gone in like two small tours. So yeah, I'm uh that's a that's a concern that I haven't had since 2013 <laughs> and I don't like it. 
So I imagine that a lot of people, longer. I imagine a lot of bands had to like reinvent themselves and get full-time jobs or some kind of employment because of when it was locked up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess most of them already did. I don't know many of my peers who gave up a day job to work to do music full-time. I'm not going to say that I know everyone's private life, but, you know, those people that I know, you know, there aren't many who, who gave up music, you know, to get, sorry, gave up, you know, a day, a day job to, to work music. And my, my job, I used to work in HR back in 2013. So I was delighted to give that up because <laughs> what a job that is. But um, the job I've got now is like, you know, it's, it's like a, a case working job. So it's quite enjoyable, quite interesting, but, and it, I can listen to music while I work. So that's cool. And I work from home three days a week. So that's good too. And um, it, it's, it's the best possible job that I could have got in the circumstances. That's what I believe. That's and, cool. uh, it, you know, it, it, I got it in May when we were still in lockdown. So I, I had disposable income and it was great because it helped keep me sane and help, you know, we could put food on the table and all that. So I don't know what I'd have done without it, to be honest. But yeah, I think hopefully I won't need to be doing this forever. Oh, good for you. So do you ever read the comments on, on, on YouTube, on your videos? The comments, some of them, yeah. Uh-oh. Some of them do. Some of them are hilarious. Every now and again, I reply to them. But, I, um, I, I don't do that anymore. This is my, this is my favorite one. Gone. I've been a long-time Conan fan, Conan fan, and I didn't know they were hot chicks. Damn! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. That's, that's on the video for Rhea, for, um, um, for Levitation Hoax. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, more fool them. If they didn't know, then, then they haven't been following us for long enough then. I mean, yeah. The story behind that video was we were... The uh, we had to make the video for, for the album, obviously, we and we had to, an, an obligation to do that. But we don't really like being in our own videos. We don't like the idea of us being on stage playing in a video like that. So we spoke to our friend um, Essa, who, who works over in Finland. He actually runs a festival. He's the you know he took us over to Finland to play there back in 2013, 14. So he's someone who's been you know part of our story for a while now. And I, I knew that he made videos for other bands. And um, so I got in touch with him and asked him if he wanted to do a video for us. And uh, he um, <clears throat> he said, yeah. So we, we made the video, but we didn't want to be in it. So I said to him, any chance we can have like someone act our part? And... Uh, Originally, we were going to have three kids up there playing, whoever these kids were, and uh, that, that wasn't possible for whatever reason. So we suggested that we'd have three um, three women who, who would get up and and um, and play on stage. We just wanted someone who was clearly not us. Yeah. <laughs> if we got like three three other lads with beards and long hair, then it'd be like, well, what? Like we want so. We didn't pick like women to statement or anything like that. There's no politics involved. It just, it just, they just happened to be like in a demographic that was clearly not us. If we could, if we, if, I mean, if there was, it, it would have been cool if we could get some sort of wild animal to have done it instead. But they're, <laughs> they're really hard to work with, apparently. 
Right. And there aren't that many in Finland because it's so cold. All the wild animals die because it's so cold. <laughs> so it's the, a great interview. The only thing that the only thing the be, the best thing we could do act, actors and they happen to be women and yeah they did a great job with that one source mythology oh. going on but the guys who did those video stories weren't available and the guy who did the video for pain cantation which is a 40 second long grind core album if he'd have budgeted have been probably three hundred thousand pounds he told us <laughs> because, um, we got that video for pain Incantation off the last album done for free, but yeah. the work, the work that went into it was, you know, like yeah, and, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I forgot. Here's I forget the original the question. Next now, comment I think, that I love. Excuse yeah. me while I wreck my office. <laughs> yeah, I think I and then, that. And then the next one is: I see Conan got them some diversity hires. Hilarious yeah. video, guys. <laughs> no, I think. A lot of people made comment on the fact that that that, that we had um, that we had women playing our parts in that video. I think I think it's cool, and I get and I guess for some people it was an opportunity to make a bit of a joke about it. So that's all good. It gets people Who talking. Cares, right? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I, I just it, it wonder, you know. I just wonder how many bands actually go and read their. Comments, I do sometimes. You know? I do. I remember someone saying someone. Said they should um, sack the. Oh no! Someone threatened to shoot the producer or something like that. Wow! What? Uh, yeah, but, uh, joking because he didn't think that Chris was a good producer on whatever album it was. <laughs> so, so I replied as Conan. I said, "How about I shoot you or something like that?" And uh, then I realized that maybe I shouldn't be responding to these at all because I, <laughs> no. I, I, I haven't got the temperament for it. So <laughs> I, I don't even own a gun anyway. So uh, it was an empty threat. Nice. Hey, we're running up against time, John. Well, this music is op- awesome, but I was actually searching for Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> you were talking. I couldn't hear you then. You were talking over yourselves. I think you're all. Oh, I think this is. Like, so the, this person says, "Wow, this music is awesome." But what turns up if I search? Or but I was actually searching for oh, Conan God. the Barbarian. Anyways. I just think it's funny to react to comments, right? Because everyone yeah. has an asshole. I mean, an opinion. So, so, and you get some really funny ones, you know? So, yeah. It's I like it. It's good. All right. I don't know if and, we're. Hey, you're almost at 50,000 views. So, yeah. Can't bitch about that. That's pretty good. Good. That'll all buy a copy and then we can retire. Yeah. No, no, it was nice to talk to you. And it, it was a great interview. Thank you. Good to see you again. Yeah, we try to just keep it yeah. light and rolling, you know? And I, yeah. I apologize for the Beatles, man. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> I, I make a joke about it, but it's it's totally fine. It, it, that's almost like, so how did you get your band yeah. name? <laughs> are, you inspired, are you inspired by Conan the Barbarian? Yes. Like, well, come on. That was my next question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the next interview we do, I'm going to ask you to wear a hoodie, but put it on backwards with the hood over your face. And we that's fine. Good. All right, then. You would do that for us? That's fine. And uh, it'll all make sense then. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that for you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll all make sense then. I'll be like, I've come around full circle. Right. Next time we do the interview, I'm going to do the interview that way, just to be a bit <laughs> dick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, John. Thanks, take John. care. I appreciate nice it. One. Be well. See you later. Right, Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Right Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.